535, hit us out to Laredo. About to pick us some pounds so we can make us some queso. No luggage in the trunk, just me and Saki. Headed back down to Texas, now we serving What's up, and welcome to the Pit Stop. Kansas City Chiefs edition. Chiefs Kingdom edition. Reigning yeah, champion <laughs> edition. It's no, Mila. It's AAA, and let's talk Chiefs Panthers. Now, this is, to me, this is a trap game. This has everything you want in a trap game. And uh, they have just the head coach for a trap game because he trapped K-State before in his history with Baylor University beating us before. I mean, you know, he wasn't the one who trapped our national championship run, but he has beaten us with Baylor before. <sighs> Don't bring that up. Yeah, he ha- he has Baylor ties. He has Baylor ties. So you're, you're going up against the Carolina Panthers team that is ahead of schedule in the rebuild node. Matt Rule has done a fantastic job in Carolina. Teddy Bridgewater, since Kirsten McCaffrey's injury, has been forced to develop his passing game, and each game he's getting better. And Christian McCaffrey is also coming back for the Carolina Panthers in this game. Oh, oh, oh. best wide receiving duo happens to be in North Carolina as well. Oh, that is correct. Anderson, DJ Moore. Yeah, surprisingly did not see that coming, but they are. Yeah, they're the best wide receiving duo in the NFL yardage wise, I believe. So that also is a little scary, especially when you start thinking about like how they could potentially beat the Chiefs deep. You know, just like in that, you know, I, I don't want to keep bringing up the Oakland game, but there was the a Oakland recipe <laughs> there or yeah, I'm sorry, not the Oakland game, the Vegas game. There, there was oh, a, yeah, there was kind that. of a, a recipe to, to beat Kansas City there as well. Now, do I think we're going to lose? No, absolutely not. But I'm saying it would be foolish to look past Carolina. It would be foolish to think it's going to be an easy game. It'd be foolish to think that they can't compete, especially with McCaffrey potentially coming back in this game and you being out of Chris Jones, who's currently in COVID protocol. So he hasn't tested positive for COVID, but he came in contact with someone with COVID and the Chiefs shut down their facility for a day. So you would have to think that there's a potential here that one, the Chiefs might not be prepared because they had to go to virtual meetings. So they missed a day of practice, a little rust here. You know, and usually what you'd like to do is you like to go up against your practice squad who pretends to be the Carolina Panthers and you get to practice the routes that they run. It's a little bit harder when you just watch film and you don't get to see the plays develop before your eyes and get the timing right. Two, Chris Jones is one of your best disruptors on defense. He might be your best defensive player. So if you potentially don't have him for this game, it affects you as well. And it gives Teddy Bridgewater more time to throw, who, by the way, is a very accurate quarterback and a, and a winning quarterback uh, in his career. He does a lot of short, intermediate routes, but when he takes the shot, he takes it well. And that Chiefs run game... It's been kind of mediocre, not very great. Yeah, they haven't been in sync since the Le'Veon deal, and, and I, I don't get it. You know, uh, Clyde Edwards. Uh, you know, he he's, he played really well the game before they uh, before Le'Veon came in, and, and since mm-hmm. then they've kind of been stopping Sardi. Like average per rush is still good, but like they're just they're out of sync. They're out of sorts. The screen game hasn't even you know been that great with them either. So. I would actually look for the Chiefs to kind of look for that in this game. You're going up against what I would call a mediocre defense. They're not great, but they're not bad. They are they are quintessential. Yeah, you know, like okay, they okay. could be good next year. <laughs> or okay. and you know they're not Mike Nolan in the Cowboys defense. They're not bad. They're just yeah, yeah. yeah. 
you know they're they're a they're a lukewarm glass of water on a hot day you take it but you aren't happy with it right. you know what i mean so i think this is the game where the chiefs get the running game going because i i think the panthers are going to force you and matt rule is kind of really good at taking away your best weapon and the chief's best weapon, you know, is the big play. So I think he's going to force us to beat him intermediately and march down the field. He's going to try to wait, take away Tyree kill in the big play or Hardman in that big play, you know, kind of what you saw again last week against the jets, you know, the, the jets team that traded away Jamal Adams and all of a sudden all hell break loose when it comes to that safety stopping anything. So, you're going up against a, a Panthers team that's probably going to limit you big play-wise. So I would I would be surprised if we're able to get that going at all. But I do think the run game, this game gets going. And I, one of my keys to the game is 150 yards all-purpose between Clyde Edwards and Le'Veon Bell. Okay. I don't know who they're going to stick with, but if together they can reach 150, okay. I, I think the Chiefs win this game. 150's not a lot. It is when these... With two people? Yeah. That's not a lot, I don't feel like. Well, I'm kind of combining them as one running back, right? Oh, Giving okay. them the... I'm not talking about the whole Chiefs rush game, right? Okay, if someone else gotcha, runs a reverse, gotcha. like Tyreek Hill. I'm just talking about those two players individually. Okay. Combining for 150 yards. Because together, they should get 20, around 20 touches. Okay. 25, maybe. And I, I would word. want them to be around 150. All right. Next thing is, you know... Special teams. What about that? I, I like that you brought that up. You know... Because you, you look at this and Byron Pringle has made plays, you know, for that kickoff team. But Harrison Bucker has missed some kicks. He's missed some extra points. And you want your special teams to be sound in this game because you're playing against a sound team in Carolina. So I'm talking no errant kicks. Okay. You know, no no missed field goals. And hey, maybe another fake punt by your punter. And throwing a throwing a nice little reception for a first down. What what play here will special teams make? You've had a you've had a great fake punt. You've had a kickoff return for a touchdown. You had a game with three fifty eight yard field goals. What's going to be the play for special teams? You know, is it going to be you know, hey, starting the ball, uh, averaging at the forty yard line, or is it going to be you know, getting the ball inside of Carolina? Panther territory, what's going to be the play that you're going to get from your special teams? They need to make one. Uh, I, I absolutely like that point. Oh, I've also got an interesting point here. Hit me with it. Do you think that y'all will be able to force Teddy Bridgewater, who's normally pretty pretty okay, to make some mistakes here? That's a good point, right? He comes from the Drew Brees school of thought. He's a very safe quarterback. And I'm not talking about young Drew Brees. I'm talking about these last few yes. years, Drew Brees, playing it safe, shorter throws. He doesn't take many risks. Can we force a risk? And the best way to do that is pressure and getting up early. So that, that's that's the thing, right? Okay. If we can get up by two scores at some point in this game, force Teddy Bridgewater to press the ball and then have either Tyson, um, Frank Clark, I'm sorry, I almost said Tyson Jackson from way back in the day, <laughs> Frank Clark or uh, Chris Jones, if he plays, he's still in COVID protocol. If we can force pressure on him, then yeah, I absolutely think I, and that goes into the whole, can your secondary make a play here? You know, going up against a, a team that has one of the best wide receiving duels in the NFL, if you can make a play on the ball, get interception here, you know, make Teddy Bridgewater hesitant to where he doesn't want to risk a throw. And I think that's a really good point here. You know, force Teddy Bridgewater out of his comfort zone because he's been playing better and better and better. And then... Let's talk about the elephant in the room here. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey probably going to play first game back. 
And this is what I think. I think you force Carolina to give him the ball. Okay. Get it away from DJ Moore. Get it away from Robbie Anderson. Get it to Christian McCaffrey because he gets the ball within like this seven-yard window uh, between the line of scrimmage. Hey, Dink and dunk it. First game back, he's not going to be 100%. And the more they gave Christian McCaffrey the ball, the more out of sync their offense becomes because their offense only got into sync once Christian McCaffrey went down. So it's going to take them a few games to work him back in properly. So force him the ball. He's the one who's not ready. He's the one who's not quite in game shape. He's the one who hasn't played in multiple weeks in the NFL. All right. And then with this last minute here, score predictions. Ooh, I mean, I think the line is like 10 and a half, 10 points, something like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. I I don't think it'll be that close. I think that it will be that close in the first half. Yeah, I I don't see that being a score. I think the Chiefs will be up around 10 at halftime, and then they'll win this. Take (laughs) flight. And then they'll take flight. And they'll, they'll have this game pretty much put away by the end of the third. So I'm going to say something like 31 or 35 for the Chiefs, somewhere around 17-ish for okay. Carolina. Maybe they get like a garbage time score and approach 20, but okay. something like that. Sweet. All right. Well, there you have it, Chiefs Kingdom.